Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don McGreca. And welcome to the Monday edition of Game Misconduct, the Monday edition, the playoff edition, whatever you want to call it. It is finally upon us. The second season begins tonight with a few games. We've got the Islanders starting their series in Carolina, the President's Trophy winning Boston Bruins playing host to the Panthers, rematch of last year's series in which the Panthers were the President's Trophy winner. Wild Stars, Oilers, Kings, it all begins tonight. So EJ is going to be joining us a little bit later on in the podcast with his predictions for these playoffs, but I'm going to give you my predictions first. We're going to get started off here first, but before we even do that, we've got to let you know we've got another edition of the 98-7 Game Misconduct Bracket Challenge. So Anthony has already tweeted it out. You can go to our page and as soon as you see it, click on it, register, and we're just going to do it for fun. Whoever the best listener is ends up just having the pride of saying that I won the bracket challenge, but it's always fun to do. I'll do it. Anthony will do it, and hopefully we'll get as many people to do it as possible, and we're going to have this podcast up sometime a little bit after 1 o'clock Eastern time, giving people plenty of time before that 7 o'clock face-off in Carolina to kind of get everything started. So we've done it for the last few years, so click on it on the uh, the homepage there. As soon as you see it on Twitter, I've retweeted it out already even before we got the whole thing going with the recording of the podcast, so it's all up there for you. 98.7 Game Misconduct Bracket Challenge. So definitely check it out on social media. All right, let's begin with uh, the series that are going to begin I guess we'll start with, uh, let's just go right down the line and, and just go right through everything that's happening here with uh, the playoffs and just go through all the different series and kind of get things started here as the Rangers are going to be taking on the Devils. That should be a lot of fun. And, of course, we've got, as I mentioned, the Islanders, Devils, first time since 2007 that all three locals here in the Metropolitan Division will get a chance to uh, be a part of all that. So, Let's get going, and let's start with tonight, and let's go with the Islanders and the Hurricanes. That's the first series that will begin, and that will be uh, seen locally. It will also be on ESPN2 nationally. Of course, the Hurricanes finished winning the Metropolitan Division while the Islanders snuck in, getting some huge breaks down the stretch. Really, Islanders caught tons of breaks here to be able to not only get into the postseason, but to be able to avoid having to take on Boston in the first round, and that is going to be a huge sigh of relief for the Islanders because I gave them like none chance against Boston. I just think that they just don't have the offensive team. Now they're getting Barzell back. That's going to be huge. And they have scored some goals down the stretch, but they are probably one of the least talented offensive teams in the postseason. But they've got Ilya Sorokin, which is a huge X factor. Essentially, the Islanders are the same team they were a couple of years ago when they went to the uh, third round back-to-back years. However, I think their goaltending is better. So I think they've got a chance to do it again. Carolina came limping into the postseason, very average. They had a huge 6-4 win over Florida to be able to solidify winning the division over the red-hot New Jersey Devils at the end of the season. Give them credit for that. But 
I think the Islanders have the better goaltender. Uh, I think Carolina is a team that is better offensively, but not a, not a tremendous weapon offensively. You know, we talked about it all year. Um, they've got uh, Natchez, who's very good. Aho is very good. They win some faceoffs with Jordan Stahl. They've got nice offensive players. I like their blue line a lot. Burns and Slavin can score from the blue line. But the Islanders are not going to have to score a ton to win this series. The Fetchnikov injury, we've talked about it over the last couple of months, is going to be a huge Achilles heel for Carolina. I love this matchup for the Islanders. I think it's going to go deep. I think it's going to go seven. But I think the Islanders are going to upset the Carolina Hurricanes and move on to the second round. I like the Islanders. I like the matchup. I like that Barzell is going to come back. Goaltending favors the Islanders. Islanders can play well enough on the road as they can at home. I like the Islanders to upset the Hurricanes and win a game seven. Florida and Boston. I know the Bruins. Oh, Don, you know, they won the President's Trophy. Teams struggle winning the President's Trophy. They broke the record for wins by three. They brought the broke the record by points by three. They can roll four lines. Their goaltending is, is crazy. You know, Florida's a nice team. They are. They're they're a good team. Barkoff is probably one of the best players in the NHL that isn't a household name. All right. And Lions has done a great job um, getting them into the postseason goaltending wise, but Boston's just a beast. They they just are. Uh, I hate predicting sweeps, but I think Boston's going to win this one in five. I think they'll probably be the least competitive series of all the series that we're going to see. So I do, in fact, love the Bruins to advance to the second round of the playoffs. They will be tested. Make no mistake about it. They will be tested, but not in this series. I love Boston to be able to win this in five. Have you seen the curse has already started, Don? What is that? The Bruins are dealing with illness. They okay. have not announced their lineup um, yet. Well, several players it, are sick. As long as it's not the bubonic plague and as long as it's not COVID, I think they'll be okay. Okay. All right. So, hey, listen, maybe this is the game the Panthers win. I, I got some them losing tonight. in five. Yeah. So, if you want to bet the Panthers tonight because of the illness that Boston's. Uh, dealing with and let's not forget too even if they lose home ice advantage tonight there's gonna be tons of Bruin fans in sunrise for those games in Florida we saw it last year we've seen it all uh throughout the time that Florida has been down there Tampa has to deal with it too um but that's a good call by you Anthony illness through the room I'm assuming it's probably some sort of a stomach bug or something but it's not going to scare me off uh, Tampa and Toronto that series will begin tomorrow as we continue here in the east now there's goaltending issues for toronto obviously uh, wall might end up being the starting goaltender for them when it's all said and done as gustason and marner are hurt uh tampa they kind of limped into the postseason as well i know you know ej will bring it up later on that when they've needed to play well they have played well they've been stuck as the three seed for a long time but give toronto credit they were also stuck in the second seed for just as long and they played tremendous down the stretch closed out the regular season on a four-game winning streak Part of my logic of taking Toronto is just at some point, don't they have to advance to the second round? It's been since 2004, you know, and at some point the gas is going to run out for Tampa and it's just not going to be there. Three straight trips to the Stanley Cup final, two cups a couple of years ago. Um, I, I think it ends the way it began when they lost in the first round to uh, Columbus. It's not going to be a four game sleep like what happened there. I've got Toronto winning this. In six, I, I don't. I'm not in love 
with Tampa's blue line. Perbix, who's been a good young player for them, playing on the top pairing with Hedman. They're just not as deep on the blue line as they were when they were winning Stanley Cups. You know, McDonough's gone. Girardi is gone. Um, uh, listen, you got Stamkos, you got Kucherov, you've got Point. There's a ton of offensive players, but Toronto can counter as well. I mean, they've got they've got Marner, they've got Matthews. Nylander's had an amazing year. I think at some point the goaltending will get better for them, but I'm not going to be scared off by what's happening with the goaltending. I think Toronto, for the first time in 19 years, will advance to the second round. I think they will knock off the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they will do it in Tampa in six. So the final series in the Eastern Conference brings us to the Rangers and the Devils. And I've been doing the homework. And by the way, I'm going to call the first two games of this series from the Rock tomorrow. And I'll have the call for Game 2 on Thursday. Kenny will call Games 3 and 4 from the Garden. And then we'll see what the schedule is going to be moving on from there. Of course, the Devils got a point in every game against the Rangers this year, going 3-0-1. But when you look at the goals scored, 14 for the Devils, 11 for the Rangers. So it was fairly competitive. This is the seventh time these two teams have met in the postseason with the Rangers winning four of the six. But, of course, the Devils won the last matchup back in 2012 to advance to the Stanley Cup Final. Trivia question for Anthony Pusick. Who is the only player to have played in that 2012 conference final that will play in this series beginning tomorrow? 2012. That's right. Has Chris Kreider been around that long? Oh, yeah. Chris Kreider is the only player. Complete turnover everywhere else. Chris Kreider is the only player that participated in that series, and 11 years later will participate in this one. Um, Power plays fairly even. The Rangers were seventh in the league. The Devils were ninth. Difference in the kill, however. The Devils had the fourth-best kill, while the Rangers had the 13th. Uh, face-offs fairly close. Shots uh, allowed fairly close. The Rangers were sixth. The Devils were fifth. Shots per game. The Rangers were 16th. The Devils were fourth. The Devils produce a lot of offense, but I'm not worried about that because I think the goaltending is better with Shesterkin. Um There's a lot of things to like about the Devils. There is. And they do have some more experience than people have given them credit for. Of course, Palat won Cups with Tampa. And then you've got Tatar's got 40-plus games. Hamilton's got games uh, in both Carolina and Calgary in the postseason. And, you know, so they're not completely bereft. Hala played some postseason games back in his Minnesota days. But the Rangers have the seasoning having gone on that run last year. Um, The difference to me in this one is going to be the goaltending. Uh, Vanacek had a great year. You take a look at the stats. Actually, he had a better goal against average than Shesterkin, although Shesterkin had a slightly better save percentage. Um, But I do think the goaltending matchup slightly favors the Rangers, if not completely favors the Rangers, and I have the Rangers winning this series in seven. I think it's going to be very, very competitive. The Devils have won me over over the past couple of weeks, but I just like kind of like the way I do in the Islander series. Um, the goaltending means a lot, and we've seen what Shesterkin can do when he's hot. We saw what he did in the playoffs last year. Um, I really, really like the way the Rangers have played. Over the last 19 games, they've only lost three times in regulation. The Devils have been very good as well. That's why I think this series is going to go to the distance. I think it's going to go seven. All right, let's look at the West, and let's begin with the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild. That series will begin tonight at 9.30 on ESPN2. I'm, I'm in love with Dallas. I am. And if it wasn't for the Edmonton Oilers, I think this team would go to the final. 
Hints, Robertson, uh, Pavelski's had a resurgence to his season. Ottinger has been great uh, between the pipes. They've gotten tremendous goaltending all year. Their blue line, uh, Heskinen is tremendous goal, uh, defender, uh, defenseman. I didn't like the way Minnesota played down the stretch. Now, they've got more firepower than your dad's Minnesota Wild, for sure. Uh, Kaprizov is a special player. Uh, Boldy's been great for them this year. I just think Dallas up and down is the much better team. This team has been there and done that. Um, I just love the Dallas Stars. I've li- I've got them winning over the Minnesota Wild in five. Um, Kings and the Oilers rematch of last year. Um, Anthony and I will both tell you how much we love this Oilers team. Uh, they they finish up the regular season on what was it a nine game winning streak, eight game winning streak, whatever it was. Um, they are just, it's not just about McDavid and Dreisaitl anymore. They've got a healthy Evander Kane. Skinner has been a godsend for this team. Remember, they, they almost got no goaltending last year. Um, listen, everybody, everybody loves Smith, and he was a good goaltender, and he's fun, and he's over 40 years old, yada, yada, yada. And they were able to ride it to the conference final because there's just so much firepower on this team. I'm not in love with the way the Kings played down the stretch. Um, they've relied a lot on older players like Kopitar. Um, their goaltending is not certainly their strong point, although it hasn't been awful at all this year. I mean, it's been good. Uh, Kempe's had a tremendous, tremendous season with his 40 goals. As I told you, Kopitar has been terrific as well. They're just not the Edmonton Oilers. I think this is a special year for the Oilers, and I've got the Oilers winning this series. And I think they will also uh, take this series. I respect the Kings a lot, so I'm going to give it in six. But I do like the Edmonton Oilers to advance and to win this series. Winnipeg and the Vegas Golden Knights. I've always had a special place in my heart for the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, my cousin was from um, Brandon, Ontario. I've always loved Winnipeg. I've, I, I've been made fun of for loving Winnipeg. I, I actually told Chris Kreider I was looking forward to calling a game in Winnipeg, and he couldn't wait to call over uh, Jacob Truba and say, hey, hey, Jake, check out this this cat who wants to go to Winnipeg. I'm a big Winnipeg guy, and Shifley's had an amazing year for them um, as he picked up uh, 42 goals, uh, 80-point season for Kyle Connor, um, who I, I think has been one of the most underrated players in the National Hockey League. But this Vegas Golden Knights team, they, they held off uh, how great Edmonton played down the stretch, how good the Kings were at times this year to win a very, very competitive Pacific division. Okay, They've got a ton of guys that are left over from their cup run in their first year. But I mentioned this with EJ a couple of weeks ago, and it stays. They never had a Jack Eichel. And Eichel only had 27 goals this year, but he still finished with 66 points and 67 games played. So he would have definitely playing a full season bid in the mid-30s in goals. He is going to be a difference maker uh, for this Vegas Golden Knights team. Up and down, they've been very, very special, um, winning that really good division. So I, I love the Golden Knights. Again, I'm going to make it in six just because um, I, I respect Winnipeg, I respect Hullabuck and what they do there, but Vegas is going to advance and win that series. And to close out the West, we've got the Seattle Kraken. Congratulations to them as they enter the playoffs as a second-year team, not with the fanfare that you got from Vegas going to the Stanley Cup Final in their first year, uh, but they've had an outstanding season led by just the, just another great season from Mechanic. Got lost in their first year because they weren't a very good team, but he finished with 74 points. He finished with 40 goals. Uh, Berniers has been a tremendous, might-win rookie of the year for them. Their goaltending, and eh, that's the problem. 
because you're going up against the Colorado Avalanche team that's probably got better goaltending than they did last year with your given there. Uh, no Landeskog, but that doesn't scare me off. Rantanen had an amazing year with 55 goals. You've got McKinnon had plus 40 goals. Um, McCarr, Taves on the blue line. Listen, they won a Stanley Cup. Uh, the superlatives are going to flow from the tongue talking about the Avalanche. So, Listen, I know every year there's one of those head scratchers. What's the one team that's going to pull off the amazing upset? Will it be the Kraken? It's it, it's it's not going to happen. It's just, they just don't have the firepower. They don't have the goaltending. It's a nice story, but I've got the Avalanche being able to advance in five games. So I've got some short series here among uh, these eight, but uh, I feel pretty good about my picks. Uh, the Avalanche, I think, are going to go on to the second round and knock off the Kraken in a short series. The only surprise I think I probably have is the Islanders knocking off the Carolina Hurricanes. So I guess that's my big upset, you know, a seven beating a two, or, or in this case, with this format, a, um, a wild card defeating a division champion. But uh, that's how I'm going to play it at. That's how I'm going to feel it. Um, I'm probably going to be dead wrong. There's going to be probably some upset. I sent my picks out to uh, to Bristol, so I'm sure there's. I'm going to be on Sports Center like I was picking the Lightning to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets along with every other yo-yo that got that one wrong. But that's why we have some fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we go to EJ Raddick, who's going to join us in just a second, Anthony, I'm sure you've made your picks as well. Uh, do you have any disagreement with any of my eight selections here in the first round? I do. Uh, yes. A few. A few? Um, a few, yes. Um, and to remind everybody, 98.7 ESPN bracket Game Misconduct Bracket Challenge is up. I will post the link with this podcast. It will be in the description of this podcast. You will find a way to find our bracket challenge to show how much more you know than Don and myself. Here we go. Uh, Boston in four. Uh, I don't care that everybody's sick. I just said that (laughs) because obviously it's something to monitor. And if the line does move towards Florida, great value tonight if you can get Boston as a plus dog. I don't know if they are yet. Um, If Bergeron and and company are out and there is rumors that Bergeron may not play, that does give Florida an an advantage for one game, but I don't think it's going to matter that much unless they're out for the whole series. And even then, Boston's so good, I still think they'll beat Florida. I have them sweeping. Okay. Um, We agree, Well, you know, as far as the teams are concerned. Yes, we we agree there. Um, Toronto-Tampa, I do have Tampa, uh, only because I am going to be the guy... That says, until it happens, I don't believe it. So, I'm not going to be the person that picks Toronto this year to go far. I'm not going to be the guy that says they're going to exercise their demons and beat Boston in the second round. Um, I think Tampa's got one more good series in them. It will be against Toronto. Toronto will be disappointed yet again. I have the Lightning in six. All right, I'm not mad at that disagreement. No. Um, You're going to be mad in the West. Um, 
I have Carolina beating the Islanders in six. I om- okay. I agree with almost everything that you've said, Don. Uh, Sorokin's obviously the better goalie. Neither of these teams score a tremendous amount, but if there's one team that struggles more in scoring, it is the Islanders. And when I watch the Rangers play Carolina, Carolina does such a good job of shutting down the neutral zone. And if they get a lead, it's going to be very hard, unless it's Matt Barzell or Brock Nelson, for the Islanders to generate offense. Even with Sorokin, if the Carolina Hurricanes can get an early lead, I believe they could shut the Islanders down. I know Rick picked the Islanders, as he should. I know you picked the Islanders. I'm sure Han will be picking the Islanders. Um, I would not be surprised if they won, but I am going with Carolina in six. And against my heart, because I do believe that the Devils are the better team, I'm going with the Rangers in seven. I cannot pick against the Rangers. I'm not going to do it. I would not be surprised if they lose this series, but I am a Ranger fan. I am picking the Rangers in seven. They have to win this series. So I'm curious what the where we're where we're differing here. Um, you got you got a couple more. It sounds like in the West. Or one more, at least. At least one more. Okay. At least one more, and this is the one that we I kind of hinted at a couple of days ago with you, and you were no, kind of confused. You're not going to do it, are you? You're oh yeah, baby. Oh, he's doing Let's it. Let's go. Crack he's it in six. Oh, we're going no. with Seattle. Oh, that's it, baby. No Landis Cog all year. He's not back for the playoffs. I don't know why. I can't give you an actual reason as to why I like this pick. I like the Kraken. I like their young players. I think that Colorado, while Georgiev is good, I think the Kraken can score on him. I think this is going to be the shock of the playoffs. The Kraken will win. And I actually did this, Don, for the exact reason that you and I love the Dallas Stars. Dallas in five over Minnesota. I think Minnesota's a good team. I don't like the goalie tandem that they're going to do with Gustafson and Flurry. Dallas has a lot of firepower. Robertson's one of the most underrated stars in this league. Dallas in five, because that gives them a run right to the Western Conference Finals. I think they handle Seattle easily in the second round. So that is why I have Dallas over Minnesota. I have Seattle over Colorado. I agree with you with Vegas. I think Winnipeg's very good, but that team does have a lot of issues in the middle of the season. Their coach called them out for not trying hard enough. I think that this core has finally run its course in Winnipeg. I think after an early exit, you're going to see a lot of changes this season in Winnipeg. Shifley might be gone. We'll see what they do with a bunch of their other young guys. I think Vegas rolls them in five. And Edmonton over the Kings in six. As you know, Edmonton was my preseason pick to win the Cup. And I actually had them going on the run to the Cup. And losing to the Boston Bruins. Okay. Those like are my think. picks. And the Rangers make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to Boston. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. I love what you got there. I think uh, with ESPN, I had to send in my cup champion and my um, my MVP. Uh, the, and uh, my uh, that would that, the Con Smythe. And I went lame. I went Boston and Allmark. That's, that's what I did. It makes um, sense. Yeah. I, 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 I'm... But I understand where you're going with Seattle because there's always that one I can't believe upset, and I don't think the Islanders are that. I mean, I've got the Islanders as an upset, but I don't think people are going to be flabbergasted. Carolina's got a history of of exiting early, as we saw last year in the second round, losing to a Ranger team that they had beaten three of the four times during the regular season. Uh, So, but I don't think the Islanders are it. Uh, The the one you picked, the one, and that's. That's the one where you could really be proud, but I'm I'm just I'm not going to get caught up in that. I'm just going to go with what I think, my gut, instead of just trying to pick flyers like uh, you know who's going to be my uh, 
who's going to be my 15 to advance in the NCAA tournament. I'm not going to play that game, but uh, hey, good on you. And I'd love to see Seattle um, make that move there. I think that'd be good for Seattle, good for the league. That'd be a lot of fun. I don't see it happening, but uh, good for you. Now, let me ask you this, Don. Go ahead. Because me and you both love Dallas. Do you have Dallas beating Colorado in the second round? Yes. Okay. So there we go. When you do upsets like that, I feel good when I don't have that team advancing much farther. Because it's harder It's harder to get that. It's harder, to, as you said with March Madness, it's harder to get that 15 that makes the run to the Elite Eight. Like, it's not going to happen. So you catch them You catch them on the one series. We both love Dallas. I figured, you know what? I'm going to eliminate Colorado anyway. Let me be right yeah. if they so do I, upset. And that was my logic. So that that is my final. So we have the same final four then. Boston so, Rangers, Boston Rangers, Edmonton, and uh, Dallas, and Dallas. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, I'm, and again, I would not be shocked if Dallas went. I mean, I, I, I really, I was teetering, but the way Edmonton finished the season, I think they made a, a pretty huge statement. Um, so, but I, I would not be shocked if Dallas were to go. Um, that's how close I have it. You've got mine. You've got Anthony's, and now we bring in the great. E.J. Raddick. E.J., how are you, buddy? I'm good, Don. I'm good. Hey, it's the best day of the year. First day of the playoffs. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. It's been a while since we've seen any hockey. Uh, Really, Friday, just those two games. But really, Thursday was the the meat and potatoes of the regular season. So it's it's been a few days. But uh, all right, Anthony and I have put our feet to the fire with our picks. Uh, My only kind of upset was the Islanders over Carolina. But uh, what do you have for your eight selections today well you know i i'm still working through you know exactly what i want to do but i mean i would say that uh it's tight i mean it's really it's hard i mean i guess you got to take i mean i'll take boston although they start the series with uh you know question marks in terms of bergeron and health and and they've got guys who are ill within their group right now so it's kind of a bad time of year for that florida is going to go with alex lyon in game one uh, there's been a great story down the stretch. I mean, but, you know, I don't think in that Boston locker room they're sitting there, like, shivering, you know, with the uh, right. with the idea that they're going to face Alex Lyon. And I think, you know, listen, Alex may continue to play well, and that would be a great, great story, and I'm really happy for him. If things don't go well in game one, then you start to wonder, okay, are they going to turn back to Bobrovsky? And if that's the case, Bobrovsky has not played in, like, three weeks. So, you know, all of a sudden – you know, it's a little bit of a gamble, but they feel good in front of, uh, you know, a lion at this point. So that's the way they go. So you like, you know, you like Boston, Toronto and Tampa. I mean, I'm really tempted to say that it's, you know, Toronto's year to beat Tampa. That's because, what I did. You know, they're, t- they're really tight. And I think that, you know, Tampa has struck down the stretch this year. And at some point in time, you know, it's going to, it's going to end for them in terms of these kind of things. But, I just I just find it hard to pick against Vasilevsky, you know, in a series like this. No, so maybe Samsonov will play really well, and the Toronto Maple is just flat out better. But for the sake of our conversation, I'm going to stay with Vasilevsky and Hedman and and those guys. So I'll take Tampa uh, in the uh, you know in the Metro, um, you know, Carolina and the Honors. Interesting matchup for sure. Ronta gets the start in game one for Carolina. Carolina's, you know, this is not uncommon for them. They value the goaltending position differently maybe than other teams do. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. They've had a lot of success, certainly, 
in the regular season, and they haven't. It hasn't gone quite as well in the postseason. Maybe we see Peter Kochekov at some point in the series. I think it's a great opportunity for the Honors. They're getting Barzell back. They've got a really good goalie in Sorokin. And I, you know, I tend to, you know, I tend to agree with you, Don. I think this is a real opportunity for the Islanders. Um, that said, I'll lead to Carolina and I'll take Carolina in the series just to be different from you. <laughs> okay. And then, of course, the the Rangers and the Devils. Uh, I think it really comes down to whether you know the, who's going to you know wh- whose pace is just going to be played at. If it's going to be played at the Devils' pace, then they're going to win because they have just intimidating speed. I think the Rangers do carry the weight of expectations into this series, having gone to the Final Four last year. They went out and got big time players, contracts that got up at the end of the year. Devils, a loosey goosey, a lot of swagger, feel good about their group, not going to be that intimidated by the moment. Uh, but I'll go with the Rangers to find a way to win because at the end of the day, you've got to go. You know, for me, I just, you know, Shesterkin is a difference maker, so I'll take the Rangers in that one. Yeah, that's how so I leaned it kind of as well. Just uh, everything is very, very even. With you really, really, the biggest difference, EJ, is is the kill. Rangers' kill was yeah. 13th. The Devils' kill was 4th. And you know how sometimes important yeah. special teams can be. But, you know, and, and yeah. even though technically. Um, you could make the case that uh, Vanacek has been the better goaltender as far as like with the uh, his uh, goal against average, but still, I, I think Igor is the better goaltender, and and, that, and that's, yeah, and, and that's what thing, I like. One thing I would say about that that penalty killing and power play matchup, you know, I mean, remember now the Devils were killed. That number is accumulated over playing thirty-one teams over the course of the season. You're going to see the Rangers seven times. They they have the personnel on the power play to oh, make sure. you look bad. Mm-hmm. So that will be you know can the Rangers win faceoffs on power play opportunities? Can get get to their set? Can they change up their set? Are they comfortable with the personnel now that they've made the changes they've made over the last twenty games? You know, so these are all things that come into play. Um, it'll be a re- that will be a really interesting game within the game kind of matchup, right? Because special teams will be really important in, in close series, and I think all these series really have the potential to be very, very close. So, what do you got out west? All right. So, in the west, uh, I think uh, start with the defending champs, the Colorado Avalanche. Right? They uh, they get the, the Seattle Kraken, and yeah. uh, and that's an interesting series. The Kraken in their second year get to the to the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's been a great year. They're a team that, uh, you know, they do it by committee. They've had, you know, all kinds of uh, guys chipping in this year. Uh, Jared McCann had a terrific year when he had 40 goals. So, I mean, that's a great year for him. Uh, the defending champs will be out without Gabe Landeskog, out for the playoffs. He's been out all year. That's a huge loss for them, I think, when the games really get tough and tight because he's just a great leader there. Um, we've talked about it all year. Can the Avs be healthy enough in the postseason? Um I, I think they will beat Seattle. I'll be curious to see what the path looks like over, you know, what happens next. Uh, they will face the winner of Minnesota and Dallas, and that will be challenging as we go through. So for me, I'll take Colorado to, to handle Seattle in uh, in round, uh, you know, in round number one. Dallas and Minnesota, I think that's a, got the makings of a terrific series. It's tight. I will take Ottinger. Or for the Stars to win that series. Minnesota, I would start Gustafson. They're being close to the best. If it doesn't work out, then you get this back and forth with the goalies. So for me, uh, I like, uh, you know, I like, I'll take Dallas in that series. 
Vegas taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, those two teams played in the conference final, going back to that run that Vegas had uh, to win the to get to the final in their first year of existence. Uh, obviously, very different teams uh, at this time. Connor Hellebach gives the Jets a, a puncher's chance. Um, Vegas is just, I mean, Vegas is one of those teams all year long. I mean, here they are. They won the number one seed in the West and 51 wins. Bruce Cassidy has done a great job. Um, their special teams have been kind of dicey this year, but yet, uh, you know, they find ways to win close games. They've been really good on the road. I'll take Vegas to continue to find a way to win games, but I think this has the makings of a dangerous series just because, you know, again, Winnipeg's got some talented players and they got a good goalie. So give me Vegas. And then Edmonton and L.A. getting together in a rematch of last year's series. L.A. comes into this uh, with some big-time worries that injury-wise with Kevin Fiala hasn't practiced yet, so he's out of the mix. That's a big loss for them. Um, they haven't really played great down the stretch. Who's the goalie going to be? Is it going to be Copley? Is it going to be Corpusalo? It seems like it's going to be Corpusalo, but that could become a question mark. Nobody's been hotter than Edmonton down the stretch. Stuart Skinner's been really good. McDavid's had the best year of an already Hall of Fame career. Uh, I love the way they're playing right now, so I'll take the Oilers to win that series. All right, EJ, good job, man. Looking forward Thank to this. You. Yeah. Do you, do you, yeah. Do you, well, listen. They'd probably all be wrong. I mean, last year <laughs> I can't all be good. wrong. So I, listen, last year I was thirteen and two in the series of the fifteen series. So you know, for me, I, I I nailed it pretty much right on the money. But every year is different. This year it could easily go the other way. Um, these are all tight series, and things are going to unfold. Guys are going to get hurt. Things yep. are going to happen. Yep. It's going to be really fascinating to watch. My favorite time of the NHL season is the first round of the playoffs because there's so many teams invested. There's 16 teams out there and inevitably we see something that nobody saw coming. That's right. That's what makes it so much fun and games every night and you know this game goes into overtime overlapping the start of this game and uh, it's going to be so much fun. So hopefully you'll be around next Monday as we can kind of get deep into the first round and maybe I'll see you at the arena. Who knows? I don't know if you're going to be going to any of these uh, Devils Rangers games. Yeah, I'll be. I mean, I'll I'll see how things unfold. You know, usually Don for me doing a national show, and we're excited this year with NHL now, four to six uh, Eastern time. We are mm-hmm. going to be on in Canada, so the, your listeners that are in Canada will be on in, on Sportsnet four to six every uh, weekday, Monday cool. through Friday. So that's really exciting for us. We haven't been on in Canada in many years now, so uh, that's really and, you know it's coming at a great time with. You know, Edmonton and the Leafs and Winnipeg all in the postseason. We've got sure. New Calgary making a decision today to, to move on from Brad Tree Living. So uh, there's a lot of information. We have a passionate fans, obviously, in Canada. So that's going to be uh, that's going to be fun for us. And it'll be, uh, like I said, it's my favorite couple of weeks because everybody's engaged and we have great matchups and we're turning from one to another to another. You know, so uh, it's going to be fun. All right, buddy. Enjoy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, you got it done. Yeah. All right, that's EJ Raddick. You want to be a part of these predictions? Best thing to do, 98-7 Game Misconduct Bracket Challenge. Check it out. Have a lot of fun and uh, hope you win. Be a lot of, we got our picks. We got EJ's picks. We've got Anthony's picks. Let's roll. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. This was the Monday edition of Game Misconduct. This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca.